Oh, yeah. yeah, there we yeah. are. It has begun. First, we should observe the ancient ritual of traditional pre-fight donut. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? Am I the baddest mofo no down around this town? Shut up! Rick, not hit back. Silly Caucasian girl likes to play with samurai swords. You will all refer to me by the name Betty. I know Kung Fu. Thank you, Chuck Norris. I said I don't want trouble. Only a ninja can destroy a ninja. Defeat does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? All right, welcome to Kick Flicks. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Netflix, but with a kick. A happy Van Dam Day, guys! It's Van Dam's birthday, Jean Claude Van Dam's birthday, November eighteenth. Day of recording this. If you're listening to the happy audio, season, October. You said November again. I did say November, October eighteenth. I'm sorry. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, just know that we were live on uh, JCVD's birthday, October eighteenth. You can check out the video on Facebook and on our YouTube channels. On YouTube, make sure to uh, look up Geek Bro because it's the Geek Bro Network uh, that's posting this. And on, on uh, if you look, if you follow us on social media, just links are in the bio, bro. Links the best the thing to do is go to geekbro.net and find everything there go to geek bro right. on twitter and find everything there and go to uh geek bro on instagram and you can see you can follow us there too and That's then neat. it will ch- lead you to the rest yeah. of us just follow it grasshopper follow the river as it flows into all our streams have you linked uh, your only fans yet or actually, no? actually made sense follow the river into <laughs> check out all our streams god that was actually pretty all right huh? uh hold on let me get ready hold on Okay. All right. Oh, oh, oh you, right. you dick! I there want that. Oh, I want all it. All right. I just uh, for the for the audio listener, I just put on my uh, kick flicks hat. Uh, we have hat. merch. Yeah. Well, uh, no, you can't buy this. Uh, people, they can't buy this, but uh, they can see me. <laughs> um, I custom ordered this, man. This uh, this the merch is not the hat is not part of the merch situation. It should uh, be. There but, is merch, but yeah, is. but there is merch. There's like uh, there's t-shirts and pillowcases and fucking and hoodies and uh, why are foam. there not hats? Yeah, <laughs> because like, hats are hats are pricey. Oh. Hats are pricey. Uh, so unless you buy like a huge bulk, and uh, that's not what I do, baby. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, we are here to talk about 1994's classic Street Fighter film. Mike, you want to hit me with the Wikipedia uh, description of the, of the film? Uh, hold on. I didn't. Uh, hold on. I did not bring that up. Uh, even right. though that is my one job in this whole thing. <laughs> um, I did not do it because I am uh, bad at my job. Uh, IMDb or Wikipedia? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter 1994 film. Uh, this is Wikipedia. Street Fighter is a 1994 action film written and directed by Stephen E. D'Souza based on the video game series of the same name. Not really. Produced by produced by Capcom, distributed by Universal Pictures in the US uh, and then Columbia Pictures Internationally. It stars Jean-Claude Van Damme. Blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to find the tagline to the movie. Um, oh, come on. Oh, the first thing that popped up was canceled sequel. 
All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was. <laughs> uh, hold on. I have it here. Because now we got to do the IMDb one. And it is Colonel Guile and various other martial arts heroes fight against the tyranny of dictator M. Bison and his cohorts. Mm. Okay. Yep. That's that's a, I figure that's about as exciting as it should have been anyway. You know what I mean? Like, this is this movie is that. <laughs> All right, let's go around the horn and give our 60-second uh, thoughts on the film. Mike? I figure I... I figure I just said it. Like, okay. <laughs> I, think, I think it's been explained. I think I got it. Here, you know, here's the thing. I had not watched this movie in a long time. And I forgot how true to the game they wanted to make the, the characters look. Because the guy who plays E. Honda looks like 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 he looks like like No, he does. He's not Japanese. He's no, but he's Hawaiian. Okay. Hawaiian, the Hawaiian culture is, is heavily influenced by Japanese culture, but also like. Wait, wait, wait. The, I like the fact that in previous episodes of this very podcast, you're like, this movie, first they say he's Chinese, then they say he's Japanese. What the fuck, guys? Get your shit together. No, no, no. Because now the they change a character from Easy. Japanese to Hawaiian. Don't interrupt my like, 60 seconds. Don't interrupt yeah. my 60 seconds. Yeah, These are my 60, 60 seconds. seconds. <laughs> what I'm saying is that, like, the guy they did zang like at the by the end of the movie, even the doll scene guy lost his hair and is bald. Mm -hmm. Blanca looks like <laughs> Blanca, like with the skin and the whatever. Chun Li is wearing the chun like they literally did the video game character costumes at some point in the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, Ryu and Ken wearing <laughs> yeah, the, the red the, and white the uniform. <laughs> yeah, like you know Sagat at the end gets his uh, Sagat gets the scar across his yeah. chest and I love the video game I mean, I mean like I, I I was obsessed with and even T-Hawk like from the Super Street mm -hmm. Fighter games was involved so like Capcom clearly was involved in this scenario but that's where it finishes and I am just like I, although I, you know what I will say, uh, whatever, we'll get to it. But like, there were parts of it that were very entertaining. And then there are parts of it where you're just like, oh, that's right. This is a hot mess, hot garbage. And none of which is anyone else's fault. I just think Jean-Claude Van Damme was not the right choice for Colonel Guile. Hmm. Interesting. I think that with a different lead guy, this could have been much more campy fun. I, like it would have lived up to the camp, like like almost like Batman in the '60s, the Batman TV show. Yeah, I feel like that's what this could have been, but it's not. Mm. Mm. I think. Okay, go ahead. Uh -huh. uh, you're, yeah. you're, you're gonna get your. So, so sure. I, I I found a new res uh, found respect for this movie. I've probably seen this movie at least fifty times, fifty fifty to sixty times at minimum. Because when it first came out, I didn't realize the level of what it was. You know, um, and uh, I so what happened was I as I was doing research and kind of looking and seeing about what was, uh, you know, what what happened in the making of this movie, what what all the things that occurred, all the hands that were in it, I grew to appreciate it more because I realized that it wasn't just one person's fault on why it came out the way it did. And, not, and I have a better idea of what it was supposed to be. We'll go. It's your 60 seconds. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Okay, it's your no, 60 it's... seconds. We'll get to um, why you sound like a crazy person. Okay. But, but I, when I tell you what's going on, what, what happened, you'll understand a little more. But um, I, I I still like it. 
I mean, I still enjoy it, but it's, you know, (laughs) it's not great. It's not good, but it it was still enjoyable for me. I'll probably watch it again. And I, and I could quote most of that movie and I, and I, and I still, I still enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, Okay, so my sixty second. I just want to uh, comment my my sixty second review. Uh, uh, first thoughts. We'll, we'll talk about Mike's uh, inherent disrespect of Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh, mm-hmm. This movie, I felt when I I love when people say, "Oh, like it could have been like the campy uh, Batman, like a cheesy Batman." I'm like, that's exactly what this was. That that was the pro- that's the problem that I had with this movie is that it was way too campy. It was the the 66 was it 66 is that the batman year yeah it wasn't yeah it spanned a few years well but yeah but they call it batman 66 Batman 66, yeah yeah but this was the batman 66 version of street fighter the film like i would have preferred to watch a movie like it took x-men to come out to realize oh you maybe don't have to put them in the video game outfits maybe you don't have to fit the storyline you don't have to write it so that everything fits exactly the way the video game has it. Like we get it. These are the characters and we don't, maybe as a fan, as a fan, we don't want you to stray too far off, but you don't need to be that Blanca shit was fucking absurdly stupid. So it was, bad. That's not even my big problem. I have, a big, <laughs> I, I, that's a big problem I have, but here's the problem that I have with Blanca. Like it was unnecessary. You don't have to include Blanca. Nobody would have been like, what the fuck happened to Blanca? Of course like, they, they had to I would rather you not include the Blanca character. And be like, yeah, we just didn't want to go supernatural with it. And people would have been like, no, that makes fucking sense. Because it's it's a it's supposed to be grounded in reality type of shit. Like that's the kind Isn't of the, the part real of story of Blanca that he was like a, raised in the woods in the Amazon or some shit like that. It was something it was something like that. And <laughs> that he learned how to shoot I, electricity out of his I, body from electric eels. I remember that. I like I the fact that they were like, shit. isn't the real story? Like <laughs> That the thing is that the they had game to, story. Yeah. They, they had to include they had to include Blanca because they needed uh, part of the target to give the second war criminal in this movie, Colonel Guile, um, a, a reason to go over to Embison's uh, to Bison's lair. I, I am after rewatching it. I firmly believe that Guile is the second villain in this movie. Uh, no, I, think, I think the scientist that made Blanca is might Dalsy, be fucking yeah. up there. I mean, I think he might be up there, bro. Even so, so much so that he even he was like, you know what? I should probably die. So <laughs> I should so, probably die <laughs> now. So, Mike, the reason why I mentioned what I did when in my sixty seconds was so. For, right off the bat, Stephen D'Souza, he he has a great track record of screenplays. He did Forty Eight Hours, he did Die Hard, he did mm-hmm. um, Commando, like all these movies. Mm-hmm. He never directed a movie. And they said, hey, we need a director. Why don't you do this? It was so a blank get, check movie, right? Yeah. Like that happens a lot in Hollywood where someone does, they see some some potential in someone and then like, here you go, make a movie. And then and then it's like, and do do what you're going to do. Here's a blank check. Right. And then, and then that person should do definitely do. have not, yeah, I should ne- definitely have not been given a blank check. Um, ultimately, like, once I... I didn't do a lot of research going in before I watched it, but then afterwards I was like, all right, what the fuck happened here? Yeah. And the second I learned that there was a weekly cocaine budget of $10,000 mm-hmm. a week for Jean-Claude Van Damme, mm. $10,000. Uh, that was the and, cocaine budget. And once fairness. I learned that, I was like, 
Ah. In fairness, ten thousand dollars. You could you could blow through ten thousand dollars worth of coke real quick. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, he did. absolutely did. He did it. You could blow by. Oh man, come yeah, on! He, but he he would show up late. He was consistently late to the set. People hated working with him because he was he he had no idea. Like he we didn't know what planet he was on. He was ha- doing things with Cami. Um, him and Kylie Minogue were having an affair, and that was pre famous, famous like international right. Kylie Minogue because she got real big on her music. Um, right as the movie came out. Right as the movie came out. Well, was, she was cast. She was one of the last people cast in the movie. She literally was cast when they were already starting filming because that because some of the people wanted an Australian actress in the role. And he saw her on a, on a, a magazine cover and was like, yeah, let's just bring her in, which I loved he, her casting. I thought it was great. Um, uh, D'Souza. Oh, okay, I thought you meant Van Damme. I was yeah, like, well, yeah, I bet he did say that. Well, no, but yeah. the sequel. Yeah, okay, let's bring it in. You go, the sequel that they were supposed we're, we're to bring do. Bring in this hot from the magazine. Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the he sequel. does a line off the magazine, and he's like, "Yeah, this one." <laughs> <laughs> he, the sequel that they were supposed to do, Cammy was supposed to come back, and he goes, "No, I want another Australian." He was the one that was like, "Nope, I don't oh, want to." Van, Van Damme. Van Damme was so, like, "Nope." Actually, about the sequel because I don't know anything about this. He, was, let's talk about sequ- the movie. Well, let's itself. talk about the movie first. So okay. another another and issue, real quick, because I know like we we try to keep it to an hour, but another pro- issue that happened was Raul Julia had just finished having surgery and had been working getting his chemo for stomach cancer. And when he showed up on set, he was underweight. And so they had to flip the filming around because originally they were going to film all the close-ups and all the, the non-action shots first and then do the action shots later. But because of his condition, they switched it around completely and it threw off all the filming, all the sets, all, the, all that stuff. So that was another issue. Plus Capcom, they were huge, had their hands huge in this. This movie originally was supposed to be rated R. And Capcom came in and were like, no, this can't be rated R. Because we're not, we're, we're, we, we're, it's with Street Fighter can't be associated with radar. So God knows what movie we would have gotten if Capcom had said, no, leave it as a rated R movie. You know, which is total bullshit because anyone who's seen the Street Fighter anime that came out around that same time, it is R rated. Yeah. Yeah. But I, is- think, I think to their defense, this was, I'm sure when they were doing, they were filming this, it was like 93. It came out the same year, 1994. Right. But, to their defense, this wasn't like this was the experiment, right? And then mm-hmm. after this fucking bomb, they were like, you know what? Maybe we should fucking just go like all out, balls out, and they fucking and they've made other movies, they've made other live action fucking Street Fighter movies that were also hot garbage, but they yeah. were they yeah, were really uh, the legend of Chun Li. Yeah, oh yeah. right, yes. That, he was supposed I, to come back as Van as a uh, Guile for that movie. I had erased that from my mind. That movie was real bad, uh, yeah. and I wa- I only watched it because it had just chick from uh, Smallville in it. And I was like, I'll watch her. And um, but oof. well, the there was Street another Fighter- live action movie that there was another live action based upon Ken and Ryu, and their and their training. And it that one was actually not bad. I was like, oh, this is actually good. Do you remember uh, what it was called? Yeah, uh, Street Fighter Ken and Ken and Ryu. I remember, but it I was know, like, the, and then the bad guy in that one was the I forget the the character that looks like Ken and like dark. It looked like Akuma. A, a, Akuma. Akuma. There you go. That was the bad guy, but you don't find that out until the very very end. So. Mm. <laughs> I will. I will say there was an element of this movie that this does absolutely feel like a prequel to Street Fighter Two. Like, like it felt like a prequel. Like it was setting up something because at the end you could see like they were started like. 
and that's what I read that that it was supposed to be the you know how like the throwing the Hadouken the fireballs and the doing the spin kick like all of that was going to come into play in the sequel when they they start getting channeling these like magical attacks and all this the, but they wanted to base it in reality for the first one and I was like why <laughs> yeah but he yeah. did a Hadouken in the in the yeah, movie he did he did, a, he did a Hadouken in the movie he threw it and it just he, like sparked a flashlight <laughs> that was that was the the the, the start of it like they're gonna yeah. and apparently that was supposed to lead into like the the second one being like full-on throwing fireballs and spinning you know the 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 whirlwind kicks and all the the the, the, the and, hurricane and, kick yeah yeah the, and and basically like the wire work that it would have turned into, you know, yeah. like that kind of movie, which to be fair would have been cool. I definitely liked the, uh, in this movie, cause I don't want to just sit here and shit all over all of it, but I definitely liked how I, yes, that, that, that last hero scene. pose. That's that the hero the pose. Last, that was a, the closing scene. Yeah. Speaking of uniforms, why did Balrog have to find boxing gloves? Uh, yeah, because he yeah. didn't have boxing gloves the entire time. I'm like, listen, your fists would be way more impactful without the gloves and the suit. <laughs> I like were in a comfortable Hawaiian. I outfit. like the fact that uh, I think it was Ken who was like, "Hey, you're you're uh, E Honda. You're uh, you're almost uh, yeah, you're like, you know, whatever. You're Yokozuna." And then he's like, "Yeah," and then fucking blah blah blah, messed me up, whatever. Bison, you know, if it wasn't for Bison, and then Barrow comes in and goes, "He did the same thing with my boxing career," and we were like. Ain't nobody know you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they like, they just seemed so unimpressed with fucking with Balrog. They were like, uh, okay. But let right. me let me ask you guys because I, I Balrog's I supposed to be a bad guy too. I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead, go ahead. correct. No, you're right. He's one no. of the in that the bonus rounds. He's like one of the. You fight him on the Vegas Strip. Yeah. Um. So what do you because we you talked a little bit about the casting and you mentioned about E Honda Mike in your original sixty mm-hmm. seconds. I told Neri, I think about 75 to 80 percent of the casting was actually pretty good in this. Uh, uh, there were uh, you said perfect. Don't go back. Perfect. Don't we're back perfect. 75 to 80 percent of it was perfect. In my Even though, opinion, Ming Na Wen can do no wrong. She's correct. she she you could put her in every she movie. was awesome in this. I was like, what I'm she was how did she from this to the Mandalorian when she sucked this? She was fucking <laughs> great in. kidding, totally kidding. I just want to see how many people yeah, fucking yeah. send me tweets yeah. already. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I like even people like, for example, Sagat is supposed to be this like six foot four, you know, giant, but I loved he the way good. that they put him in this, that he's a retired Thai boxer. He's not, mm-hmm. he's out of that. Yeah, he's not six foot tall, but him and Raul Julia gave the, to me, were the best two actors in the whole movie. The way that they gave yeah. the performance. There was actually not bad acting in this film, to be honest with you. If I'm being completely honest, the writing and the directing is really what fucked this movie up. Yeah. I, and I gotta be honest, I'm gonna be a hundred with this, bro. I actually enjoyed this movie. But I enjoyed it as a comedy, which is not supposed to be. Right. I enjoyed it like, man, this is good. This is like, you know, this I would show my my kids this movie and then be like, oh, you know what I mean? And my kids are, are seven and ten. So it's not really. But uh, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I there were parts of this movie I really enjoyed. There were some plot points where I'm like, that's a good plot point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bio fakes his death. That's a good plot point. You yeah. get back to the it, there's the gun runner, and you go, yeah, this is this is a good. It's not over convoluted. It it makes sense how you would put a tracking device. I mean, personally, I, if I would have fucking gotten rid of the truck, but whatever, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> fine. Keep it. Keep keep the truck. You stole it. Keep the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, there's there's some shit that just 
I like the acting. The acting was. I love the, the guy who plays Zangief. I love that guy oh my God, in the everything. Best. The best. I, that guy is Great. awesome in the program. Do you remember the program? He, and he was yes. in Any Given Sunday. He was Any Mad Given Man. Sunday. He that I love the actor, and he's doing it like a good like a good for this movie accent, like the delivery. DJ was perfect. good too, man. He, yeah. he, he was yeah, great. DJ was how I would picture DJ. Just like, no, man, I'm not getting involved. I'm just here for money. I don't know what you guys are doing. But that, Zangief, Zangief has got, my favorite line in the entire movie when they're when they're in the in that circus tent and the truck's mm-hmm. coming down and they're seeing it on the TV. They're panning. It's DJ Ken and Ryu and him and they're panning back and forth and he's like, "Quick, change the channel!" Yeah. Like, and they all just look. I was like, "That's the best line in this entire." There's movie. some of it that's great. I will say that for a fighting movie, all of the fighting is terrible. There's a reason for that. Of course, there is, Jeff. Of course, there's a they reason. Could for not, that. They could not get a better choreographer because they were spending ten thousand dollars a day on cocaine. Yeah, they didn't have a stunt coordinate that like the, the basically this guy was like, I need time to train with these actors. And they're like, sure. No. And then it never happened. And a bunch of the fights were choreographed like 10 minutes before they filmed the, the shots. They're they're hot garbage. They, it's, yeah, it's so trash. Where I would have preferred them cut two clips of the actual Street Fighter 2 video game. <laughs> like there was a I, game that did that. Oh, House of the Dead, the video game movie for House of the Dead did that. Oh, that really? They'd be shooting zombies, and then you'd see the fucking horrible like graphics. You know what? Else? Oh. You know what? Else that? The new Power Rangers movie did that, where they fucking changed. Yes. When they finally changed, they put the the clip of the old fucking show. Like, yes. No, really? Yeah, you never saw it? It was no. a good movie, man, to be I, honest with you. I, heard, I started it once and I, I fell asleep and then I was like, ah, whatever. I never went back to it. But I was going to say, like, a part of me feels like... Can we just talk about how great that would be, though? Like, in the middle of a fight, like, Giles fighting and then all of a sudden you just see the clip of the, him doing the uh, sonic boom or some uh, shit. Oh, just like, oh, like, yeah. And then yeah. And, it's, and, and it's a side-scroller. And it'd be great. And then, and, yeah, then yeah. and then Van Damme just drops like if it was him the whole time. <laughs> you know how that guile music goes with everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's one of my favorite internet memes of all time is the guile song. And but the idea of like that would I feel like on I like not joking. If they would have done that, I feel like it would have made like fit the movie better than the shitty fight scenes. They would have sold it they would have sold the idea of it being a campy movie because it i feel this movie i know we talk about this a lot and it's it seems like every movie we've reviewed so far in this podcast somebody has said i don't think they can make up their mind on what they want it to be and i, I was just about to say. yeah <laughs> but i think this movie is that i think this movie really there were like again there were scenes where you go that dialogue was good the delivery was good the yes. acting was good it made sense and then you cut to a scene in this fuck first of all the fact that there's a black market fucking you know uh farmers market a legit there's, black there's, a, market. there's a black farmer <laughs> there's, a, there's a, an illicit weapons with a circus farmers market where yeah. they're just like yeah with a circus tan <laughs> and fucking like, let's draw more attention to our illegal activities in this country like what the fuck whatever aside from that it goes from like a serious scene where he's like hey man i i i fake my own death we're gonna get this guy he's a war criminal and all that shit there and then it goes to a scene where they're literally showing the fucking truck, sl- the slowest roll of a truck <laughs> moving towards the tent. And then everybody, everybody in that shot was looking this at the same time. Like there was, there was nobody, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was like the director was like, and left. Yeah. And right. And right. 
this way and left and that's how and that's and i was just like uh and it just minutes and that scene made it feel so cheesy and campy and i was like but i don't think it was i don't think they were trying to be campy and i think it just couldn't make up it's mine man i have a i my i just i was just laughing so hard because i remembered in that farmer's market scene that there was like (laughs) bins with like missiles sticking out yes like yeah, missiles like just Looney like, Tunes style shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like when someone you know how like in movies they whenever anyone's carrying groceries, it's always the same kind of setup. Right. There's like a loaf of a baguette, a couple yes. baguettes. There's like some <laughs> so plants true. sticking out over the. Nobody side. ever buys sliced bread in movies. Eh? It's all ever. Baguettes. Everyone's <laughs> always buying baguettes, but the but like that's what it looked like. It, was, it looked like baskets of like baguette missiles, and like and like guns, and it it was almost like people were walking around and picking up like squeezing the gun and. <laughs> yeah, would have been no, great if somebody walked, if somebody would have walked by and be like, picked it out of the thing and we looked at, put it back down. Pick they pick up one. like hand grenades and it's like one. a grapes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and then Capcom, Cap, there's a bunch of barrels in this in the scenes, and Capcom just literally planted their name on it. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like, we're involved in this. Look this at, is our look movie. At but did you guys notice the prostitutes in a in a kids movie? Because when when they meet up with Sagat, oh, Ken and Ryu, he's like, yes, "Would you like yes. this, this, or maybe something else?" And they're like, "Hey!" And then they're yeah, like, yeah. "No, we're good." Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, that's literally yeah. what they did. That I mean, crazy. dude, once once you go to a brothel in Aladdin, and for and Disney's Aladdin, I mean, yes, yeah, at that point, it's just like, that's, yeah, we already know about it. as a kid. We all who doesn't know about brothels and hookers uh, <laughs> at, at ten. Um, yeah, I no, why they were so yeah. mad at him, and then I realized later on in life it's because he's poor and he doesn't have any money, so they don't. They would ra- like that was why they all look like angry at him. That's what someone said. They're like, "Oh yeah, he's poor and he doesn't have any money. That's why the the hooker." So that implies that Aladdin had been trying to get some free pussy from the yeah. the, the brothel prostitutes. I, I always assumed that it implied that he did fuck him and he just never paid him. Same thing I'm saying is uh, oh no, but you're saying he, he was taking the apple. You're saying he tried. I'm like, no, he he fucking fucking he, fucking <laughs> he, su- he succeeded then. Yeah. Um. But I actually, but again, I don't. Again, like like what uh, Mike was saying, I don't want to like shit in this movie the entire hour. But I enjoyed it. There are times where I authentically enjoyed this film. There are times where I'm like, that's cool. I like that. Um. I I think. E Honda was really good, man. Yeah. As an actor, he was really good. There's really key moments. And then um I I love the fact that Raul Julia was like, uh I don't I don't see what the big problem is. You're showing him educational videos. Yeah. This is just this is just uh, uh basic educational yeah. software. Yeah, basically <laughs> why 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 would anybody have a problem with this? And he goes, because not everybody's a sociopath like you. Yeah. And then he fucking gets mad. And here is what I I'm just like, I at some point. You have to acknowledge. You have to know yourself that you're a fucking sociopath, right? That you're a psychopath. At, at some point, don't you just go, "Yeah, I'm fucking crazy." Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's food court, be, though. But that's besides the, the food court. It was great. <laughs> I love the fact that that scientist who was there against his will, the way he was chained up, it's like he didn't have any chains at all. He had that collar that had three chains, with ample room for him to mm-hmm. stretch his arms out to each arm, and it was like, but that doesn't stop him from doing anything that's not chain you know what i mean like the whole point of chaining somebody up is so that they can't really move they're restrictive and and this this get up i'm just gonna go put a picture of it later on in the editing but uh, yeah this get the up thing was- is i think i think they had to figure out a way that to because they couldn't have dulcine with a skull necklace you know because in, in the game he has like three skulls hanging from right, his neck yeah. holy so- shit i swear to god i am this minute year old 
when I fucking realized that's that scene. I didn't even yeah, fucking Mike realize. Just it. mentioned that the fact that yeah, he was bald at the end and at everything. The end, he's bald and wearing like the cloth that he wrapped yeah, himself I up. I didn't in. even fucking realize that. And until he's right gonna now. learn how to stretch or yeah. some shit. Yeah, and that's how know. they're gonna get out. It's gonna yeah. be like a Looney Tune blanket. It's gonna grab on his shoulders. And he's gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, right now, I did it because because I didn't like him that character in the video game. I never played with him. Mm-hmm. I was always I didn't miss him in the movie. I've seen this movie multiple. I saw this movie in theaters. I want to say opening weekend. Mm-hmm. If not opening weekend, maybe a week or two later. But I saw this movie in theaters, dude. And I, again, as a huge Van Damme fan, uh, lifetime Van Damme fan, as a huge uh, Street Fighter fan, I was like, this is the perfect thing ever. This could not be any more perfect. And then I did what what we've talked about so many of us doing when we were kids. We try to convince ourselves that we liked it. Like, no, it was good. It was good. It was not, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It wasn't. And I try to do that. Uh, but. Yeah, all right. I did uh, like the movie, though. I did enjoy the movie. Just some of this shit was. There was okay. I I would. There's the the let's we got to talk about the Jean Claude Van Damme in the room, about the the accent and him not being American and playing <sighs> the literally the most American guy yeah. in the. That games doesn't bother me. That doesn't bother me. There's plenty of immigrants who are American. Who I get who, it. I get you know, it. There are plenty of people with there are plenty of people with thick accents in the military in the U.S. military that love this country. That does not bother me. Who else could have been Jean uh, been Guile? Dolph and it would have Dolph Lundgren has also kind of, not American, but yeah, sure. but, but he could have no, 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 no. been him. It's the accent. I don't care yeah. about whether or not they're American. It's the accent. Dolph Lundgren has an American wow. accent. That's very, accent. That's very that's very MAGA of you. <laughs> Which actually, Dolph Lundgren was supposed care, to do. I don't care that it's not American. Just fucking, I don't, I don't want an accent. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> like it's, it's one thing to be able to turn it off and turn it on. It's another thing to be Jean Claude Van fucking Dam in every movie. Like he was not. It's just like Sean Connery. It's just like Sean Connery. I don't mind. Yeah, it. I exactly. Don't, like Sean I, I don't, I don't mind it in this role because he was in the military. In military, pro- by the way, breeds- he got a promotion with no work whatsoever. Because in the game, he's a captain and he's a colonel here. That guy, I guess there's no way at his age he would be a He's also a, a straight up war criminal. Like, yes, he disobeyed. He disobeyed orders, and he he, he, he ad- yeah. He admitted yeah. to Chung Lee when she's like, "Oh, this is personal for me." He goes, basically, he's like, "Bitch, it's personal for me." But so he didn't he, admit it to her. He said it under his breath when she walked away. Right, okay, but oh, he that. said it's personal to me, <laughs> and he said it to me, Neri. Look, yes, he's looking I at me know. right now, telling me that he did it. Then what Mike said, he disobeyed a direct order, and he was like, "Hey, he he goes, hey, you know what? I want to go rescue Charlie, so I'm going to send all these AN people with me to go after this guy." Actually, he did say, "Who's coming with me?" Right, because he did give the Jerry Maguire. He did give the Jerry Maguire. All I want to know. Is who's coming with me. you know who didn't do that? <laughs> and, and, they followed, and they followed America and they and they followed America went and got Bucky by himself. Yeah, he was like, I'm not gonna put anybody else at risk. I'm gonna go get Bucky. That's uh, an American. I see, I do see, <laughs> I do see how that's a war criminal now. Um, oh, there this, I I I actually um again this movie felt like it had money behind it because I, I, I for the as because I didn't research it when I watched it again. I went at back and I watched it, and the whole time I was like, "Who the fuck gets into places by boat?" Right? Like, okay. And I read helicopter. I, it was supposed to be this big helicopter attack scene, but because there was like a literal military coup in Myanmar, which is Burma, which is now Myanmar, like next to Thailand, they were like, hey, we don't want our movie helicopters mistaken for 
actual war helicopters. So we're just going to make boats. And we're yeah. just going to do the stealth boat thing. Which wasn't stealth because when they showed that screenshot of that camera, you see the water parting. Yeah, it's like, what thing. a dumb stealth thing. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like, it's literally like the water is dividing. Yeah. It's like, no, nothing's out of the ordinary here. Everything's we're, perfectly fine. There's a, there's a boat that's passing you. Where? Yeah, yeah, where? As, like, <laughs> as, as the wake is making yeah. you go like this. Yeah. Like, so the, the budget for this was $35 million, and it actually made almost $100 million worldwide. I don't see so, why it wouldn't have made a yeah. bunch of money just on the fact that it's a Street Fighter movie. Yeah. Right. Also, can we talk about the video game that came out for this movie? Oh, it was so I bad. I had it. I had it. I bought the original PlayStation before. I'm not trying to be fucking in, but I actually got on that new generation craze real early. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm usually late to the new consoles, like because I've been broke my whole life. But this, yeah, I, yeah, had, yeah. Like, I had just worked at youth fair, uh, and I had money, and I bought the PS One, and I bought it. this game came out before the PS One games start. They went to the 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 cardboard cart um carrying cases. It was a thick fucking jewel yeah, case it was, it was like a, a plastic yeah plastic. Those plastic cases and i bought like four or five fucking games with it and one of them was the street fighter game which was not good no. but it was like it has van damme in it and it could be like again i was still trying to convince myself that i like this movie so i was like it's gonna be fine it was basically like a mortal combat version yes. of street fighter yeah. where they shot everybody in in doing the things and there's that those were the sprites that they used which to me is like admitting that Mortal Kombat won a little bit because that was the way to make the fighting game. Like they yeah. literally made. I just no, I I didn't see it that way. I saw it as it's just another way to take your money again. You've already bought this game. You've bought twelve versions of this game. There's fucking super. Uh, there's Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter, uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo, Street Fighter Two. Like it, there, you, we already got your money, and then we're gonna do it again. And we're going to give you the same fucking game, but we're going to make it look different, even though it's the same characters. And it's like, oh, fuck. It was just a money grab. It was just like, let's make more. It, it felt very meta. It's like, am I playing a game that's based yeah. on a movie that's based on a game? Like, get the Like, it's so meta. Like, I, like, all right. But I bought it. I did have it. I owned did, it. I'm, I'm just looking at video clips of it right now, and it it's straight up. It's. It feels like they even mimicked the the Mortal Kombat like moves, moves like the, yeah. the the sweep kicks yeah. and all that stuff. It looks like like it's hard for it to for it's hard for it to not look like Mortal Kombat because yeah. it's people live but, action. But it's but it was one of those things where I like that might be a good. Has have you guys so talk about cross promotion? Mount Geekmore also in the Geek Bro Network. If that was like a a, a mountain of like movie based. Yeah, Video we did games. It. You did it. That it was is, the first time I ever. That was the first time I ever got a perfect game. Was that? Oh, was, really? That, that mountain, yeah. But like, if they would have cut to clips of that game <laughs> while they were <laughs> instead of the fight scenes that they had, I would have been like, even perfect. Promote the game, and then do you know whatever. But like, it's just fascinating to me how like everything around the movie turned to shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's generally one of those movies can we, where can we talk about the fact that, you know, everybody's saying, Oh, ten thousand dollar a day cocaine budget. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about the fucking drug dealer that got that got that retired after this film was done? Yeah, like oh, yeah. he, fucking, yeah. he was able to retire. He was like, Are you kidding me? 
I'm selling to a Hollywood fucking uh, Hollywood. Uh, it's probably a PA, but it was like, I'm selling to a Hollywood PA. I, there's no chance of me getting shot or killed. And I'm fucking making 10,000 a day. Are you? And the fucking movie shoots for three months. Are you out yeah. of your mind? I'm like, I'm retired, son. I'm fucking done. I would, like, I would imagine that there is some South American <laughs> plantation that exists uh, that has like, Exclusive rights to Paramount yeah. Pictures or yeah. something. You know, what I mean? like exclusive rights to say, like it's like, hey, if you need, if you need cocaine, we got you. you we got you. You know, like I, I just want to. Like I just I love deal. the fact that Capcom brought a drug kingpin to power. Like they enabled yep. a drug kingpin to power. They're I like, we gave, you, we gave you ten thousand a day for three months. Like in that country, remember, like a, a dime could buy his own hotel type of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, are yeah, you yeah. out of your mind, dude? Um, I, wouldn't it be ironic? If Capcom producing the Street Fighter movie turned some low budget random drug dealer into M. Bison, <laughs> like suddenly, suddenly <laughs> there's like a drug dealer who's like, maybe I do want to experiment on ex soldiers. Shang Shangopolis. It's just there. Yeah. Bisonopolis. It- Holy shit. I love that line. He was like, "Yeah, we got to make the food court bigger." Everybody loves. Yeah, I think food the food court. court everybody, yeah, everybody's going to be more hungry. But uh, let me, let me. There's something about Bison because I want to go back to what yeah. Neri talked about, where he said that he's sociopath. Mm-hmm. One of the brilliant because there are, and I will say, Neri, there are brilliant things that are put into this movie. One is what I called Bison Sex Shack, um, that where he takes Chung Lee. Yeah. Um, first of all, the multiple hats and the smoking jacket outfit is a phenomenal. But I love how they it's so, like indirectly hint at his being a lunatic. Like he has the John Wayne Gacy, uh, the the uh, clown paintings, like what John Wayne Gacy used to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're like, and they they take a moment to show you it. And even when he sits down and he's hearing Chung Lee talk, like it's behind him. So you're like, dude, this dude's a lunatic. It's like, I, yes, we get yeah. it. He's a monster. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I love that he, um, Bisonopolis, uh, has little stirs with Bison's logo on it. Cause in the margaritas or drinks that he gave to Chung Lee, there was a little like stirs with the Bison logo on it. I'm telling you, man, they spent money on set design. Like they yeah. spent money on production. Like this was not a cheap movie. And it's, it, it's fascinating to me how i wonder if there's like an edit of this movie that makes sense or i wonder if i like i would love to see the r-rated edit i gotta be honest with you i think the movie does make sense it's just some things they skipped on on i mean when they shot when they show every shot where they showed those um the people being held captive i was like these people don't look like they're in trouble they just look like like they look like they're bored they don't look beat up they don't look they're not they're just like like every once in a while you see somebody with a smudge of dirt on their face. I'm like, that doesn't yeah. show me that they're prison. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick, but you know what I mean? It's like, don't tell me what a prisoner looks like. Neri. All right. I'm sorry. But it just, it, they look more bored than they did beat up to me is, mm. what, is what, you know, but there, I like the story does make sense to me. The story. You're makes right. Sense. Yeah. I, I just, the, the execution. A, I, don't, I don't know. I blame it on directing only because if some, if the acting is good, and the mm-hmm. story makes sense. 
uh, what else could it be? Like, I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Like, uh, nobody's going to Street Fighter for cinematography, so it can't be that guy's fault. Like, what the fuck? It's got to be the director. Well, I'm assuming. well, it's the director and all those other things. Also, a half of the crew got sick in Thailand going out to drink and doing all these things. There, you know, Van Damme with his Coke habit. You had you had all these different things. A first time director. Say what like, you will uh, about ten. Uh, say what you will about his Coke habit. He still gave a good performance. I like. I I was rewatching that movie and I was like, and I knew that he had a Coke I, I, habit. I don't then. think. I don't. I think good performance. Performance is a stretch. Yeah, Raul I, Julia I, gave a great performance. Uh, but that's <laughs> okay. That's actually, I think, I think Raul Julia gave it uh, over the top cartoonish performance. Again, if that's what you're looking for, then right. he did great. I'm not, I'm not discouraging. I'm not speaking ill of the late great Raul Julia. I'm just saying, yeah. When I'm watching that movie, I'm like, Raul Julia is way over the top, and he's not the one with the cocaine habit. Why is well, this like, he, like the thing is? So he did the movie for his kids. So he, you know, he did the movie for his kids because they love Street Fighter. They were on the set with him all the time. He, When he was preparing for the role, he wanted to do something yeah. right for his kids. So like I was reading up, he said that he um, he would watch like videos of Hitler. He would watch videos of all these Dick Mussolini and the hand gestures are very Mussolini. He got a little bit of every kind of dictator and over-the-top person. And then he based the way he spoke off of Richard III from Shakespeare. Because he felt that he, Bison was like of that type of villain. Yeah, and to have him give that much of an effort and to have Jean-Claude Van right. Damme show right. up and shit all over it. I don't think he did have a bad performance. I, 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 I'm not and I'm not saying this because I'm a I'm a fan of Van Damme. I'm I'm being honest. I there's been a there's a lot of other Van Damme movies that I watch. I'm like, oh boy, I can't. I'm gonna it. quote Jesus. illustrious film critic Leonard Malton <laughs> in saying even Jean-Claude Van Damme fans couldn't rationalize this bomb. <laughs> Apparently, Leonard Malton is wrong. Because yeah, challenge accepted, Leonard. Challenge, challenge accepted, Leonard. Uh, no, the, I, the honestly, that, I've seen other movies. I, I own the the last two installments of Kickboxer, where he plays the trainer. Ooh, and boy. those movies are fucking hot garbage. And his performance in them are also hot garbage. I'm not... So I am by no means am I assist fucking eh, everything Van Damme is, the, but I'm watching this movie and I'm like, he's not the problem. He's not the problem in this movie. Like, literally, if you he's not if the you solution me, either. Yeah. Again, again, if you show me <laughs> yeah. a scene, if you show me a scene where Van Damme and Bio are both of them by, side by side, and the only they're the only two in the scene, and you tell me one of these is on a fucking coke binge right now, which one would it be? I'm not guessing Van Damme. I'm not. Raul Jr. went so over the top. And again, if that's what you're going for, you fucking hit it, my man. Yeah, you hit it. That's what he was going for. (laughs) Grand slap. Grand salami. That shit. Walk off. Let's talk uh, about some of literally a walk off because that was his last. Let's talk about some of the like side characters. And because it was like this was a huge cast, like they genuinely got like no one was missing from the original eight lineup. Mm -hmm. They were all present and accounted for Uh, all of the, the four bosses essentially were accounted yeah. for and how bad of an actor was vega the guy who played vega if he got zero lines i well, love that he guy. Line, but you get what i'm saying yeah like, i mean he it could have been fabio so yeah. be happy that it was this guy why oh, could have been fabio it would have been, been fabio, fabio. I fucking taken fabio. He, was, he was in the running to why? be vega I mean, in this movie why not have fucking fabio if, because if, if he one bird flies anyway. by he's dead if he's not gonna talk, if he's <laughs> if he's not, if, that's funny. That's if he's if he's not gonna speak anyway. Why not a fucking half five? I I don't understand. This guy looked just like Vega, but how bad must his acting be if they were like, don't he can't talk? 
But I'm looking at his is name up, is, you know me? Just don't let this guy talk. That's how bad this guy I, I just is. His name Vegas. is Jay Tavare. Tavare. Tavar. Whatever. Maybe he's English. Maybe. No, he's an American actor. He's, he's been. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I will say that he was uh, in The Revenant. Okay. Uncredited. Oh, he must have been an extra. He was in, and he's he's played in um, Native American things. Yeah. And also, oh, he's American American. He's American. Yeah. More than more, he should have been I Kyle. Guess. But <laughs> he was in a movie. Oh man, he was. I, I I just saw it. I love this movie. Um, Pathfinder. Did you ever see Pathfinder with oh, uh, Okay Carl Urban? Yeah, no, I didn't see it. That is like a. It's about. Oh, I know of it. I know of it, but I didn't see it. it yeah, good. I like that movie. Uh, it's good for what it is. It's put it's it on the wheel. My thing for Vega. No, my my thing with Vega was I love that in the prison instead of just having a regular shiv, he made himself a claw out of yes. bamboo. Oh, a bamboo claw. <laughs> How do you hide that from the guards? I was trying to fucking find that image on Google and I could not find that image for the life of me. I wanted that fucking. Oh my god, that is such a. Oh. <laughs> my buddy Armando's not wrong. Uh, wait, but yeah, wait, wait, did we find it? There it is. I, yeah. I, I gave you the picture. I gave you the picture because I had to talk about it. What? But what? Like. Oh that magical shit. It's got like hook claws. Yeah, bro. Did, you, did he make that before going to prison? Like he's like, oh, we're I don't going know, to I don't know where he hid it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's like, hey, Vega, go beat up that guy. I don't have a claw though. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> how how can I? Uh, yeah. do I do? Don't have Armando it. says we have our comment here. Armando says, although I wouldn't say it's Van Damme's worst performance, that distinction goes to every movie he was in <laughs> after two thousand. Uh, sorry, sir. There's a movie called JCVD that is That's legitimately Oscar worthy. Yeah, not being sarcastic. Not yeah. being sarcastic. Street Fighter still proved to be a glorious pile of cinematic donkey uh, excrement. That's my friend Armando. He always has a way with words. Um, um, now the other thing with Vega. What a point! <laughs> I sent you. I sent you a, a, another picture of um, a scene at the end where I want to know who thought that in a workout gym it would be good to have an incinerator, because when he's fighting Ryu at the end, they're all fighting in the gym. Him, Sagat, um, Ken, they're all fighting, and suddenly there's an incinerator on the wall, oh, in I, which that's where. I mean, I in all fairness, this guy looks oh, no. great said, as Vega. Like he's yeah. perfect as Vega. Oh, there's a this there's year. like a cool collage of of see there's the picture in the back. The clown, for the audio listen, I'm showing up putting up picture stills of the film because that's yes. all we can fucking look do. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Van Damme's the one with the cool habit. Come on. Yeah, well. Uh, oh, the best line. <laughs> the best uh, line there. Favorite line right there. I guess he you improvised that. See that one, huh? He improvised uh, that on set. How do you fucking? Where do you read this? Where do you get? Where you, I, I watch documentaries when I prep. I'm, that's my thing for this podcast. I watch. He's, yeah, like, he's I, the deep cut guy. Yeah. Um, like, fuck. I haven't seen. There should be another picture. I would you love to watch picture? a documentary about this movie. I would love to watch. Like, let me let me hear about this fucking shit share show. the share what you watch for the listener. Okay. Who? Because I mean, genuinely, there's like a. Oh yeah, like, yeah, the listener too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Neri, we're on a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's. <laughs> But okay, but another thing to talk about Guile that I totally forgot about is he goes and finds his friend and he's like, oh, good. I finally found you. Oh, you're a monster. I'm going to shoot you in the face. 
like he was an actual physical monster but still it was like oh my god charlie you're alive we'll get you help yeah but it wasn't like it wasn't like he killed it wasn't like yeah it was like oh all i heard was kill me uh that's all i heard it's the cocaine got it buddy help me um but here's the thing it wasn't like his buddy looked the same but was acting different like his buddy was turned into a physical monster a physical yeah, monster i know like but shoot he him. still knew him he's like willie wish yeah but um i like, oh, so I like the fact that van damme called himself william yeah and then, and then and then charlie was like willie and he was like uh i prefer william yeah excuse me sir <laughs> he's one no. of those williams where he doesn't do he doesn't go by will or willie he's like uh I don't, and I'm, and I'm, he I'm, needs to he needs to take some uh classes again in boat safety because he started watching a vhs while driving that super stealth boat on the yes. ocean of them eating at, in paris with like two women and i'm like keep your eyes on the road fucker you've yes. got your you've got people's lives in your hands i i love that scene at the end where they thought he was dead and then he shows oh, up yeah and cammy was crying the way he grabbed yes. her face yes. i was like my ah. man I know you guys just smashed in real life, but you can't put that on film. Like that's not even the character supposed to be more intrigued into Chung Lee. And dude, the way he grabbed Cammy's face, mm. I thought I was like, "Are they gonna kiss?" I'm like, I, I literally thought to myself, "Did, did I forget that there's a kissing scene in this movie?" He's like, this wasn't a tear when we left my trailer. Yeah, <laughs> like it was. I, I was very, very weird with the way he grabbed her face. I was like, my man. Neary, do, me, do me a favor. go Because Mike had talked about the side characters. Go back to the picture of Zangief and Honda. Because I gave you that picture very specifically. Yeah. Look at the scars that are painted on with mascara on Zangief. Yes, they that suck. disappear after this fight later on yeah. in the movie. And mm-hmm. they, they go away. But those are supposed to be his scars. This fight was amazing to me. Even though you want to talk about the inappropriate stuff. Is that the Japanese team were the ones that saw it on video. And then they put the Godzilla sound effects when they were yes. just yeah. fighting on Bisonopolis. Like, um, I, lo- I love how everyone's a spy <laughs> in this movie. Like I, ju- I just like that. I just like that how everyone has like a hidden, you know, some sort of agenda. I, I mean, like the fact that they're fighting, there's like this organized. I, I'm telling you, the I think Neri nailed it with the black market farmers market. Yeah, yeah. That that literally is like the all encompassing, like perfect thing about this movie, where it's like that's the kind of movie this is. Had they leaned more into one or the other, that's what I'm saying. It was it, it had this. It really this movie more so than because we have said that about every movie that we've reviewed so far, except mm-hmm. for Shang Chi, and the. <laughs> This movie, more than any other movie that we've reviewed on the podcast so far, is very much did not know what they wanted to. They had no idea what they wanted to be. They were trying to be too many things at the same time. They were trying to please everybody. They were trying to please the children. Let's put the arcade sticks, whatever. Right. They were trying mm, to please. The, they were trying to please the the older people, like oh, the people. Like I, I promise you, they were trying to get. They, there was meetings being held talking about let's get people that don't know about street fighter into street fighter with right. this movie. Uh, and so they were targeting everybody and it just did the shotgun spread event where it was like, it's a, it's part kids movie, but it has hookers and fucking and, and weapons of mass destruction and a farmer's right. market. Like it's and just monologues weird. about Satan. 
because he has a monologue about Satan at the end. Oh, right. And he fell from the skies. Um, But so there's there's cool little aspects, though. Like, okay, so you guys remember in um, that DJ that starts talking that he does those jokes like, what do you do when a bison bison, uh, person throws a grenade at you? You pull the pin and throw it back. And there's that guy that that's the actual guy that um from that uh, good morning vietnam's based off of that's the actual real <laughs> host uh adrian cronier of all of the things you could have said there <laughs> um good, good, morning, vietnam. Said, good morning shangla whatever yes that's the guy Shang- Sh- that's- Shadaloo. Yeah, Shadaloo. That's- yeah yeah he's he he was in the he's in the he's voices does those voices and everything like that for the the radio uh pickups that's like so it's wild it's, i feel it's like that was done so far after the movie was shot that it's literally like because that's a common thing where they do punch up uh for movies after yeah. like to, to like add more jokes I genuinely feel like they were trying to add like the comedic element, like the, like, like exactly what we were talking about where it's like, fuck man, I wish I could see the fully, the balls out version of like what they would have made had they done it, done it right. You know what I mean? Like had they done it right. I, I love the thing. I, I feel like if they would have stuck, cause some of those dialogue choices, like if they would have done the whole movie that way, like, the for example, the, one of the things that sticks out is is uh, Bison when he's when he's finds out about Guile dying, and he's mm-hmm. like he's like oh he he's dead, and then DJ's like congratulations you win, and he's like on uh on on the contrary I mourn I wish to have faced him on the field of battle. He goes okay, like I cackled at that, and I was like that's brilliant that back and forth that they just yeah. did. Yeah, like yeah. I wish there would have been more of that smart like. Back I, I legitimately don't know where this movie went wrong. Like I'm trying to, like, yeah. even now, even as I'm talking about it, I'm like, you, even if you didn't like Van Damme's acting, that's fine. He's not in every scene of the movie. No, he's not in every scene of the movie. It's not enough, to, and it wasn't. I, again, I'm just, maybe I'm just being biased. I just didn't think it was awful enough to, to ruin the movie. I'm scrubbing uh, through the movie right now on my iPad, and I'm at the stealth boat scene, and it is worse <laughs> than I remembered it. Yeah, it was really. It was absolutely worse. What? I think part of my issue was that, like a lot of the, the the dialogue, especially Van Damme's, you could tell it was done in post because the lips don't match. Yeah, at all for Van Damme and for General Sakagawa, I think was his name. That, that Sawada, Sawada, because that was like a big time Japanese actor that they were like, oh, he's a real get for, and like not even acknowledging that American audiences do not give a fuck, right? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure. It has to be. Has he? Did this guy direct anything else? After yeah. this, this was his first movie. Did he direct anything else? Um, you see what other big Jeff, things. You know about the fucking voiceover guy being from from <laughs> from. Well, Good I Morning told you all the Bob movies he wrote. This that he yeah, I know, I know. I, that's why, like, all the information you had on this guy, I'm like, did he direct anything else? And you're like, Oof, you got me. You got probably me not. Uh, did you see this movie? Um, but you know what? Hollywood, for the most part, just cares about fucking dollars and cents, dude. Yeah, and you're telling me if, if 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 I'm a Hollywood producer and uh, this guy just directed a movie that gave me back three times the amount of money that it cost, do it he, again. I, oh, oh he, he wrote Jumpin' Jack Flash. Yes, yeah, yeah he, he wrote, wrote, all he wrote the, the Running Man. Eighties action yeah, movie. Man, he's all him. over this shit. So that's the only. So he the only actual like movie movie he directed was Street Fighter. He did a TV movie called Possessed. Um, he he's he wrote on some. 
series called Un- seven episodes of some series called Unknown Sender. He wrote one episode. He directed or directed. I'm sorry. He directed one episode of Tales from the Crypt. He um, wrote Knockoff, the Jean Claude Van Damme oh. classic Knockoff. You know who else was in that movie? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. That's why I won't watch okay, that movie right. anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't watch that movie anymore. Not because the movie's awful. Because right. I'll go back and watch an awful Van Damme movie, but I'm not watching fucking Rob Schneider in an awful Van Damme movie. I'm like, and he wrote a movie, TV movie called K9000. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, but here, some of, the, some, of the, some of the lines, some of the dialogue in Street Fighter remind me of those Jumping Jack Flash, Commando. Yeah, yeah. it's clever. Those movies, those movies had funny scenes in an in an otherwise action packed movie. Yeah, like they the had live action like, Flintstones. He wrote Judge Dredd. <laughs> did he write the Did he write the yes. Stallone Judge Dredd? Yeah, I was about to say this feels like a like a it Judge does. Dredd. It really does. It really does. I I, I think we like, got we got to wrap it like up. We gotta, yeah, yeah. Let's wrap but, it up, man. What do you give it, Mike? What's your rating? What do you give it? I'm gonna give it. I'll be honest with you, as a martial arts movie, zero. <laughs> but as an experience, I'm going to give it five, uh, a, a three stealth boats out of five because it's not. So you can't see them? Yeah. You can't I mean, see it, the stars? You no, can't you see can the stars. see the wake of the. <laughs> <laughs> I give it three stealth boats. Uh, three. I give it three E Hondas getting whipped and showing no pain because oh, he's yeah. sumo. Because oh, he's sumo. Because he's sumo. And I give it three out of five because it's not like completely unenjoyable but it's yeah, definitely this I is agree. one that you have to watch with other people yeah mm-hmm. you have to watch so you can all be like you see that shit you know like you have to like you have to commiserate with this one jeff um I'm, i think i'm gonna go with mike on this one i'm gonna go three out of five um probably uh boats going up river um to kick sons of bitches asses um it's <laughs> it's not a good movie but and I know that part of this is kid eyes, but I, I had fun watching it. I still yeah. had fun watching it. I did. I, I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy watching this movie, even if I did roll my eyes at most, at some, at most of it. Right. Lot of it. And, yeah, and the so thing is, is learning a lot of the backstory. Like I said, learning that's going back full circle to my first 60 seconds, learning a lot about the, what all the problems that they had in development, so, you know, cocaine, all that shit. Like, and, and the story behind Julia that definitely bumps it up for me that, that, that story i mean i i learned about that story years ago and the fact that he picked because he the way i heard it was that he knew this was going to be his last role and that he'd rather spend the time with his kids so he just picked it because his kids loved it and he spent a lot of time playing video games with them yeah and i was like that i mean that's me i mean that's all the yeah level. yeah he had mentioned to them oh there's this movie script they gave me offered me called street fighter and they were like <gasps> and they yeah. told him you need to do yeah. this so we got to blame the kids then um sure that uh, <laughs> nah, i love i love raul julia he can bison was the best ming na win and raul oh. julia fucking are like perfect in everything i love the fact that you were about to say uh raul julia could do no wrong but he did this yeah <laughs> so i mean I'm a huge fan of Raul Julia. Love this dude. Love this man. Uh, you know, as uh, in the Adams family, this, I mean, other level, man. Great. But this movie, oof, a little bit too much over the top, bro. Uh, but I will also give it um, three uh, Bisonopolis uh, um, food courts uh, <laughs> out of five. Um, I would like to make it bigger because people like to go eat, but I think the size is just fine. It's three Bisonopolis uh, food courts. Oh, we it. forgot to mention, I've seen this movie 50 times and I didn't realize until today that there's an after credit scene. There was I, supposed to be. 
No, there I, is in the one I just saw. I There's didn't realize. I didn't realize that the the Dalsam was in it. So the, yeah, yeah, ahead yeah. Of everybody. No, yeah. I thought that was the one where Raul Julia comes back to life. His arm comes up and he controls a controller where it says "World Domination Replay" and he presses the button. But that was taken out of the cinematic release. Okay, so as like a deference to to Raul Julia being dead. Like they're not going to show Raul Julia died in the making of this film, and then they're going to have like show a hand come, back. come up. Right? Will he be in the sequel? Who knows? You know, like yeah. But okay, so then maybe I don't feel so bad for not knowing about it. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't know about it until Jeff told me about it. Jeff texted me and go, "What the yeah. fuck?" They had a, I, I thought Marvel made those, made, made, uh, created those. I didn't know fucking anybody else had those before. Uh, all right, so that's a three out of five uh, across the board. Thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you guys, uh, for the audio listeners, check us out on Facebook and on our YouTube channels. Uh, the links are in the bio. Everything is at um, Kick. Flicks pod so go to our instagram click kick i'm sorry kick flicks pod and check that out uh do we want to go to the wheel are we going to the wheel yeah we got to yeah. do the wheel yeah while you do the wheel we forgot to mention the rotten tomato score which we do in every show mm-hmm. uh critics gave it a 13 percent. audience gave it a 20 percent okay That's, yep yep i'm not gonna yeah. disagree with it nope, nope. let's uh <laughs> it's still higher than uh it's still higher than <laughs> <laughs> it's still higher than um What's her name? Part two of uh, of the Singing Nun movie. Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2. I'm sorry. It. I fucking drew a blank. Uh, I don't know. It's all right. So it's did everybody expensive. in that movie. <laughs> 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 yeah, blank checks, Jeff. Um, we got an email from Rookie, our listener Rookie. Shout out to Rookie. Uh, a long time, 10 plus years listening mm-hmm. to Geek Bro. I appreciate you. He says a couple of good, and in quotes he puts, and by good, he means good suggestions for the wheel rapid fire which i know jeff is dying to have that movie i don't know if that's is, yeah, okay and uh he asked for the five deadly venoms which is already on the wheel yeah. he says i'm mm-hmm. not sure if it counts but kung pao which is also already on the wheel mm-hmm. is on there and he says kung pao uh enter the fist is like 10 pounds of awesome uh movie in a 30 uh, pound sack uh and then he wanted the second only the strong there's a there's a only yeah, the strong yeah i've never seen and it that, i think there's a three Oh, oh, shit. All right. Well, when it, when it comes to movies with multiple sequels, we're going to do them in order. So just yeah. like we did yeah, with yeah. Ungbok, we're going to do them in order. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead. Hold on. Let me, let me I apologize. I, I forgot. I wasn't even sharing. Wasn't sharing. Oh, and Rapid Fire is the other Brandon Lee movie. I want Showdown in Little Tokyo with the best line ever. That's right. That's that's what I, I had it confused for that. <laughs> all, right. all right. When you're right, you're right, man. Um, and you, you know, I was right. That's true. All right, uh, so this is the wheel uh, for the listeners. Just like Rookie did, you can email us at kickflixpod at gmail.com. That's kickflixpod at gmail.com. Scroll down to the earlier uh, videos on our Instagram to see the entire list of movies that is on there. We now are up to 45 movies on the wheel. If you want a movie added to it, as long as it's a martial art movie, we will add it to the list and mm-hmm. we will watch it for you. Here we go. Come on, one of mine. <laughs> come on a good Van Damme movie come on shut the fuck up oh my god yep okay we gotta watch on back to the f- I, feel like doubled should, up I, would, I feel like we should get a, a fucking mulligan because it's two on back yeah movies I would a, do it I would for first. it 
and fix. I'll vote for that. Put it back on. Put it back. We could spin it again, but I do think it's too close. That's too close. close. We just saw Unbuck one, and then for the first ten episodes, not even ten episodes yet. We're on episode nine. It's gonna be. Here we go. Let's see. Unbuck three. Oh shit. Two Jackie Chan movies next to each other on the wheel. Rush hour. Rush hour. Hell yeah. All right. I'm in. I haven't seen Rush Hour in a long time, man. Yeah, I am yeah, yeah. in. So uh, that's it. That's the movie for next time, Rush Hour. Uh, so if you want to check us out, uh, we will, you know, we'll let you know we're going to be, when we're going to be uh, yeah, uh, yeah. playing it. Uh, so Rush Hour, check us out. Thank you guys. Check out all the, uh, all of our shit at uh, Kickflix Pod is our social media handle. Go to like, uh, Jeff said, uh, Mike said earlier, go to geekbro.net, all the other podcasts on the Geekbro network, including but not limited to Better Let Me Tell You, uh, Cramatopia, that also has Jeff on there, uh, the Mount Geekmore podcast that has all three of us on there, uh, and uh, Shiver. And what else am I missing here? Oh, uh, Child Like a Best with Mike Valdez. Uh, make sure you check that out. Uh, oh, on a dose of Uh, thank you guys for checking us out, and 